Good afternoon, everyone. First, to the residents of the Northwest Territories, our thoughts and our prayers with, are with all of you at this very, very difficult time. And I just want you to know that the citizens of Alberta, the people of Alberta, the government of Alberta, we welcome you and we're here for you. So um, please, please feel free to, to reach out to us. We know we've experienced it ourselves, what, what it's like to be displaced, and we want you to know that we're here for you. Also, I want to thank everyone for joining us here today at Red Deer Polytechnic. Today, we are in a biology lab where medical lab assistants are trained. I would like to thank all the lab services staff here in Red Deer and across the province for your dedication and the support you provide to our communities. The work you do is so valued. One of the areas that I have been hearing about most since becoming health minister is the challenge Albertans have in getting simple lab tests done, particularly in Calgary and the South region. Waiting weeks in some communities to book an appointment or to get test results back is just not right, and it is not acceptable. So something needed to be done. I was tasked with exploring all options to resolve delays in lab services. We acted fast, as every day that you have to wait matters for those in need of tests and results. Earlier this month, we shared the first step of our plan to boost lab services capacity. We took action immediately to add more appointments and release some of the pressure on lab services, especially in the Calgary region. AHS-owned Alberta Precision Laboratories stepped up to add hundreds of new appointments. I'm pleased to share, since the beginning of August, over 700 new appointments were added in Calgary alone. So this has led to significantly reduced wait times. And while we saw an immediate improvement, more clearly needed to be done to ensure Albertans have reliable access to lab services now and into the future. Albertans want stability so that they can find a lab appointment without worrying about long delays. I am pleased to be here today with Mauro Kias, President and CEO of Alberta Health Services, to announce actions to improve lab services. Thank you, Mauro, for being here today. To ensure stability in our lab system, AHS has signed an MOU with the ownership of DynaLife, who will ensure DynaLife transfers all of their staff, all of their operations, and all physical locations to Alberta Precision Labs by the end of 2023. This will bring immediate and consistent support throughout the province. Everyone will work together to plan for a successful and smooth transition of lab services to Alberta Precision Labs, or APL, to stabilize our lab system. This change is necessary to make sure Albertans can get their lab work done when and where they need it and get timely results. I know Albertans will be wondering, what does this mean for me? The answer is simple. There should be no significant change to how you access lab services. 
You will still go to the same facilities you go to today. You will still book appointments through the same system you use today. Existing appointments you have already booked will not be impacted, and you will still see the same frontline staff you see today. There will be no job loss for frontline lab workers. But for Albertans that need lab work done, this will mean faster access to high-quality care. I am confident that Alberta Precision Labs will be able to deliver on our expectations of improving lab service delivery across the province. They already handle lab work for all of our hospitals and urgent care centres, and they also do community lab tests in our smaller rural areas. This will result in more oversight and guarantees to meet Albertans' needs and growing demands. AHS is now working with Alberta Precision Labs to increase capacity so that they can open up more community lab appointments. <clears throat> this is great news and should have an immediate impact on increasing available appointments and decreasing the time folks must wait to get an appointment. Alberta Precision Labs will expand community appointments even further through our hospital lab system, and they are actively hiring more staff to make sure that they have the people power to decrease wait times. And they will also be working with other partners to open a new community patient service centre in Calgary this fall. Alberta Precision Labs will continue to grow its capacity across the province to add more appointments. We will be assessing how lab services are performing over the coming months, and we will continue to explore longer-term solutions to improve the system for years to come. My job is to work on solutions that will bring real change so that Albertans can get the health care they need when and where they need it. Premier Daniel Smith asked me as part of my mandate as Minister of Health to fix the delays in lab services both in the short term and in the long term. And today, we take a big step forward in improving this part of our healthcare system. As part of the longer-term solution, I will be addressing the procurement, the contracting, and reviewing process for lab service delivery in the province. This includes setting requirements for details and contracts and appropriate due diligence to appropriately serve Albertans. Albertans deserve to get world-class health care that is responsive to their needs. And I want to thank all the health care workers who have been providing lab services. I appreciate your efforts to continue meeting the health needs of Albertans during this transition time and beyond. And I just can't thank you enough for all of those who have stepped up at this time when we were seeing some, some delays. So myself and Moro are now available to take your questions, and I thank you for for attending today. Thank you. As Minister said, we're going to move into the Q&A portion. Um, and Maura O'Kia's President and CEO of Alberta Health Services is here to join her to answer questions as well. Um, we're going to stick to the normal format. One question, one follow-up. Also a reminder to please state your name and outlet before you ask your question. We'll start with those in the room and we'll move on to the phones. Um, we'll, Minister has a tight schedule, so we'll keep this fairly quick, but we'll try to get to everybody. With that, we'll start out with the first question at the mic. Hi, I'm Alessia from RD News Now. I just wanted to know, you mentioned a little bit about Calgary's kind of um, impact on long wait times. Would you mind uh, if you have any statistics for Red Deer specifically? Has there been a lot of complaints for long waits? Um, maybe just any Red Deer uh, specific? Um... 
Well, at Red Deer specifically, we have had no complaints. Um, it really was um, as the con contract had, uh, it was a new contract that transitioned to Daniel Lab. It really was about Calgary and South. Um, and uh, the majority of the complaints and the issues that we saw were in the Calgary region, particularly, um, and also further south. But nothing for the Red Deer area that I, I was made aware of. Did you, did you want a quick follow-up? Uh, yeah, sure. With regards to Dyna Life in particular, uh, so now, you know, the, the same employees will be um, doing these kind of lab testings. Um, were there other issues like with Dyna Life that was causing such long wait times and results? Well, DynaLife has historically um, operated in Edmonton and North. They had a very good reputation. They they provided very good service. Um, when they took over Calgary and South, we saw a deterioration um, in the appointment times, in the turnaround times for results, lab results. And so um, I know that AHS, Morrow and his team, uh, APL and their team worked with DynaLife to improve service. Um, that still uh, didn't provide the um, the quality and and the timeliness that we were looking for. And this mutual uh, agreement, uh, it it was re you know, it, it was a mutual agreement to transition all of the services over. Uh, so this will, in fact. Um, make sure that we are able to uh, provide more service. As I said, APL has already been uh, adding additional spots, uh, but this will increase even further. Thank you. Great, thanks. Thank you. Any, anyone else for the room? Yeah. Paul with Global. Uh, how much does it cost for this transition cost from DynaLife to APL? Like, what was the buyout, I guess, from to, for this transition? Well, we are in still in negotiations. These are, um, you know, we have a memorandum of understanding, but the final details are still being worked out. Um, at this point in time, um, that is not something that I can share, but um, as we move forward, um, we will be able to make that uh, readily available to the public. We want to be transparent. Um, what I can say is moving forward, uh, I will certainly be looking at contracts, um, and the requirements that are within contracts, the procurement process, and looking to see how we can um, better support Albertans and uh, the level of um, quality that Albertans uh, demand and deserve. Great, thanks. Any follow-up? Yeah, and what would be the advantage of having it all under one provincial, like this is a APL's provincially run, correct? Correct. Uh, the advantage of having the whole province under one umbrella of one company well, the fact that we will be able to um, have it um, uh, all be uh, provided by someone who is providing quality uh, lab services right now because Alberta Precision Labs uh, currently does operate all of our hospital labs. They do our rural labs. Uh, they do acute care. Um, uh, so they're, they're experienced. They have the expertise, the knowledge, the ability right now to do it. Um, they have the ability to run the workforce that we will be getting from DynaLife. Uh, as I said, when the contract was first signed, DynaLife was looking after Edmonton and North and doing that very capably. Um, it's unfortunate that we are in the position we're in now. But my ultimate goal is to make sure that Albertans have the best um, access to lab services in the province um, and in the country. And uh, the way to achieve that in the short term is through Alberta Precision Labs. Great, thanks. We'll move to the phone lines. Operator, can you patch through the first question? 
Bart, the villain, CTV. Hi there, Mark Delaney here with CTV Calgary. This is uh, a question for uh, Minister of the Grange. I'm uh, just wondering, UP Alberta is uh, suggesting that paying its southern Alberta drivers for DynaLife fairly would help fix some of the staffing shortages in place right now. Drivers for DynaLife in Edmonton are getting paid up to 19% more in, uh, in Edmonton than in Calgary. Will the province pay drivers in the north and the south the same wages going forward? If not, why? I'm, I'm sorry, I struggle to hear the question. Mark, can you repeat the question? There's some feedback, and my apologies on that. Can you repeat the question? Hi, can you hear me now? I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, my question is that UP Alberta is suggesting that paying its southern Alberta drivers for Dynalite fairly would help fix staffing shortages. Drivers for Dynalife in Edmonton are getting paid up to 19% more than in Calgary. Will the province pay drivers in the north and the south the same wages going forward? If not, why? Okay, now, now I understand and hear your question. Uh, that will be an operational um, uh, issue that uh, Alberta Precision Labs will be, uh, I'm sure, working with uh, AHS um, on solving. So, Mauro, I don't know if you'd like to answer that or... Thanks, Minister. So with your question to the pay differential between the drivers, obviously two different organizations. So as we look to operationalize and integrate, as uh, Minister LaGrange had indicated, we will look at the salary levels between the two and look to standardize that uh, in the near future. Great. Mark, did you have a follow-up? Yeah, just a quick follow-up. Will you maintain pensions for DynaLife drivers who are part of the local authority's pension plan as well? Like I said earlier, we'll probably have to take a look at that. I'm not aware of the, all the differences in terms of the pension components between DynaLife and APL, uh, but over time we would look to standardize. Of course, we will work with our unions um, to, to better understand the best needs of the employees and make sure that uh, any of the components that we put in there will suit uh, the pension needs of our employees. Great, thanks. Can we move, operator, can you pass to the next caller? Harley Robinson, City News. Hi, Minister. Uh, an off-topic question. We're approaching the start of the school year with flu season, with respiratory virus season. I'm just wondering what is the plan for COVID-19 boosters as well as flu shots? Well, um, as, as COVID-19, uh, um, you know, as we see the respiratory, uh, you're, you're quite right, we're going to see an increase in the respiratory um, season, uh, act up, uh, flu season will be coming on us. And it's not just COVID-19. Uh, of course, uh, AHS is ready with with any parent for any parent who wants to avail themselves of boosters of um, vaccinations for their children. That uh, will be ramping up as it always does as children go back to school. Uh, there's always the, uh, the procedures in place, the, the um, services are in place, and it's up to parents to make sure that they, they follow through with their children, um, with, with their vaccines, and with, with other um, protocols that they want to ensure that their children are, are provided with to be ready for school. So I, I would just say it's, it's as normal as, as we go forward. We do this every single school year, and uh, we're just going to be doing the same things we've always done in school years to, to make sure we're ready. Carly, do you have a follow-up? So just to confirm, yes, just to confirm, uh, boosters for COVID-19 will be offered to the general public this fall? 
Well, they, they're offered in the same uh, regime as uh, other vaccinations are offered. Um, perhaps Maura would like to speak more to this as to what they have ready for AHS. So with the development of vaccines for both flu, COVID coming forward, we'll obviously take lead from uh, the manufacturers in the emergence of uh, um, any of the new flu strains or any of the COVID strains that'll be coming forward. Um, the intent would be to have those lined up in the fall um, at the same time so that uh, patients have had the option to have uh, those vaccinations completed at the same time. Great, thank you. Operator, can you put through the next caller? Adam Toy, Global News. Yeah, hi there. I just uh, wanted to, or was hoping to get some clarity on who exactly this, this uh, MOU was signed with. You say the owners of Dynalife. Are we talking LabCorp based out of uh, North Carolina or, or South North Carolina, I suppose? Is this Omer's, uh, the Ontario um, uh, uh, fund? Uh, yeah, just, just wondering if I could get some clarity there. So the owners of Dynalife are Omer's and LabCorp. And uh, on the provincial side, uh, the owners of the contract are AHS. So it was between AHS and the owners of Dynalife. Did you have a follow-up, Adam? Um, yeah, uh, a quick question APL-related is with regards to the change to the um, uh, wastewater monitoring for, for COVID, I understand that that was done to bring things in line with more of an influenza-style uh, reporting, but I'm just wondering um, why that change was done just ahead of the school year. Just ahead of the school year. Um, I am not uh, familiar with the, the reasons uh, why there's been significant change. To my understanding, there has been no significant change. We are continuing to monitor wastewater. Uh, perhaps tomorrow could speak to this. I'd have to get back to you on this one. Yeah, I think we'd have to, I mean, the timing of it, of the switchover is, is not of relevance. I think, as Minister has indicated, we're going to continue to monitor uh, wastewater as we have done in the past. Um, why it's ahead of the school year, we'd have to get back to you. I don't think there's any relevance to it, but we'd have to check on that. Great, thanks. We only have time for one more question, so we'll do a pass for the room real quick, if there's anyone else. If not, we'll end that there. Thank you, Great, everyone. Thank you.